HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network. HRN is food radio supported by you. Learn more at heritageradionetwork.org. This episode is brought to you by Roberta's, home of Heritage Radio Network for 10 years. Learn more about Roberta's at robertaspizza.com. Welcome to Spill and Dish, a new podcast from the Specialty Food Association. Founded in 1952, SFA is the leading trade association and source of information about the $194 billion specialty food industry. We champion the food producers, retailers, and other buyers who make up the specialty food world. If you want to know more about membership, visit specialtyfood.com. While on the site, check out the new Maker Prep course a 12-step online program that will teach you how to take your specialty food product to the next level. In each podcast episode, we want to share the stories behind the products made and sold by our members who are helping to shape the future of food. You can listen and discover the inspiration, recipe, craft, culture, ingredients, and production methods that help answer the question, what makes specialty food special? I'm today's host, George Hajar, Associate Editor at SFA. We're excited to bring you today's episode and so happy to be working with Heritage Radio Network, a nonprofit podcast network covering the world of food, drink, and agriculture, and expanding the way eaters think about food. We are joined today by our guest, Emery Imamoglu, co-founder of, and CEO of Chibovita, a manufacturer of all organic, all-natural, and kosher-certified products. Brands a part of the company include Nature's Garden Natural and Organic Snacks, Chocolate Orchard, chocolate-covered nuts and fruits, and Woodpecker, dried fruit and nut combinations. Welcome. We're so happy to have you on the show. Hello. Thank mm-hmm. you so much for having me here. Mm-hmm. So let's dive right into it. Can you tell us a little bit about Chibovita? Well, Chibovita is the company name. Mm-hmm. Obviously, as you said, it's Chibo de Vita, mm-hmm. called Food for Life. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty much representing our Mediterranean roots, which mm-hmm. me and my business partner origin from Turkey. Mm-hmm. And how did the brand get started? Uh, we started this brand about uh, 13, 14 years ago. Our brand name is Nature's Garden, uh, our mainstream brand name. Uh, well, the idea was we wanted to always sell better for you naturally functional snacks to the U.S. market. That's how we started the idea. As I said, uh, growing up in the Mediterranean culture, uh, eating be- uh, better for you, uh, fresh fruits uh, and vegetables uh, has always been in our DNA. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was the whole idea, how we can convert it into and adopt it into the U.S. market by selling better for you uh, snacks. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I see that with that uh, snack with purpose brand slogan, and with the um, a lot of all natural and organic certifications that you you really want to harp on that uh, better for you and bringing over that that um, ethos to the U.S. Correct. I mean, consumer is moving obviously to that direction. Mm-hmm. I mean, information is the king. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you look at it, you know, I have a ten year old son mm-hmm. uh, who is uh, sugar uh, sensitive. So uh, right now, if you look at it, uh, the whole uh, demand is moving into uh, better for you, less sugar, mm-hmm. healthier lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And it's not only the, you know, your shopping list, it should be your lifestyle. So yeah. uh, by knowing that, you know, um, having that information out there and accessible that easy to the consumer, mm-hmm. it's pretty much helping us to um, to push for that demand mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. for the cause. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, Chibo Vida also produces private label products. Um, how do those relationships usually come into fruition? Um, I mean, private labels is part of our life. Yeah. Um, as you know, uh, store brands are always uh, increasing if you look at the market uh, data. Yeah. So um, as, a, as a strategy, business strategy, we wanted to uh, keep the private label side. Mm-hmm. So I will say about 60% of our businesses branded um, mm-hmm. under the Nature's Garden brand and mm-hmm. about 40% of our businesses on the private label side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's part of the business. You have to have it. And it's really helping us because um, we have a lot of innovation, new products. Mm-hmm. Um, it is really helping us to show uh, our innovation to our buyers, to our consumers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, having the private label added uh, on the site. Yeah, yeah, that's great to hear. And um, so there's so many products. There's so many um, innovations that happen, as you were talking before. What sort of goes into the creation of a new product? Um, as I said, uh, information is extremely important. Yeah. Uh, we look at the market survey, market demand, where the market is moving. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a great team, a uh, great marketing team, innovation team, obviously, um, mm-hmm. and they work, uh, they collaborate really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and we always say as a company, innovation is in our DNA. Yeah. Uh, we have to constantly keep innovating, look at the market demand. Um, and we have to recognize one thing. I mean, innovation is one thing, but you have to have the um, taste and mm-hmm. quality profile always in picture. Uh, if you compromise your taste, innovation doesn't mean anything. So that's also key for us. Uh, we have to keep innovating, look at the market survey, market demand, where the market is shifting, mm-hmm. but also keep that uncompromised taste on the side. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And do you have any favorite products that you that you make? Uh, right now, I love yogis, basically. Mm-hmm. I was just eating two packs of yogis before coming mm-hmm. up here. Mm-hmm. That's great. And uh, yeah, so yogis is the is the uh, recent SFA um, Sophia Gold Award winner, pro- winning product, right? Yes, correct. Yeah. Thank you so much for that. It's, uh, it's been a pretty much, uh, I will say, that honor and, you know, uh, to win this award. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'd like to say, you know, uh, on the on behalf of all the Sibovida members, uh, mm-hmm. team members, I'd like to thank you also mm-hmm. uh, for giving us that award. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And uh, can you tell us a little bit about the product? Well, Yogi's is, as I said, it's a fruit piece, uh, mm-hmm. no artificial uh, flavors, obviously, on it. Um, it's a yogurt, um, it's a yogurt covered uh, fruit pieces. Mm-hmm. What we did different is uh, we obviously adding uh, probiotics. Mm-hmm. It has live and active probiotics, at mm-hmm. least two billion live and active probiotics. And also we're adding three grams of fiber on the product, mm-hmm. which is really making the product uh, health conscious. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you look at the probiotics, uh, um, probiotics are uh, gut health. Mm-hmm. And as I said, consumer is very knowledgeable about the gut health. Gut health is our immune health. Uh, so that's the main headline for the product. And adding the fiber uh, really completed the product, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And can you tell us a little bit about the business strategy that helped you grow the business to what it is now? 
we started the business as you know uh, focusing on the natural functional uh, snack items mm-hmm. such as almonds uh, mm-hmm. brazil nuts uh, walnuts and as you know they're naturally functional almonds you you, you get your omega-6 on mm-hmm. the uh, walnuts you can get your omega-3 or if you focus on brazil nuts you get your selenium right so mm-hmm. from uh, uh, from the uh, snacks a lot of the snacks out there uh, you, it's naturally functional. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, as a business strategy, where we wanted to get to is we want to be ahead of the game. We want to start creating, you know, um, uh, disruptive uh, products and be the you know, innovation, uh, basically um, streamline out there, mm-hmm. which I believe we achieved that. If you look mm-hmm. at our uh, market, uh, our segment, uh, pretty much everyone knows us as the main innovation, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, ship. And I'm happy to have that basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, what sort of obstacles do you feel you've you've hit or overcome when growing your business? Um, I will say uh, team is the mm-hmm. key. Um, mm-hmm. you, sh- you should find the right team, uh, mm-hmm. basically. Um, for the fact that um, Sibovita or Nature's Garden is just a brand name, uh, what makes it happening is the people behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, in, in our daily life, you go to your suppliers, your consumers, your customers, your employees, they're all, you know, people, we're mm-hmm. all human. Mm-hmm. So uh, the key is to be able to get the right, you know, um, human resources behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe we achieved that. That's really helping us to grow um, over 30% every year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what do you feel uh, has been the most valuable skill uh, that you have learned since you started uh, working or you started the business? Um, empathy is mm-hmm. always, I say that, you know, um, to everyone in my life. I mean, we should have empathy. We should mm-hmm. understand, uh, you know, um, where the other side is coming from. Uh, yeah. When it comes to your consumers, you can apply it, you can adopt it. When mm-hmm. it comes to your suppliers, when it comes to your customers, I think having the uh, empathy is the right uh, word. Uh, that's what I learned and I've been practicing it. That's great to hear. Yeah, and I, I feel like that's a very unique uh, approach to it as well. Do you have any examples of, of like ways that you've you've shown empathy when working with, with uh, retailers or when working with uh, well, I mean, that really helped us in a way that, you know, we never say um, our way is the high, uh, you know, uh, right way yeah. uh, or the highway, I will say it. Um, <laughs> we always try to understand um, if you adapt it to our, obviously, customers, we try to understand where they come from. And, you know, it's really helping us uh, to build that, you know, um, uh, relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we, we see ourselves like, you know, all of a sudden, because of the empathy, mm-hmm. we see ourselves innovating together the product. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's really helping us. Um, as I said, you know, for the fact that, hey, I mean, this is the idea. This is where we're going into. This is the path we want to accomplish. And then all of a sudden, there are other ideas coming from the uh, customers. Mm-hmm. So um, we should be open, keep our channels open. We should have that empathy, basically, mm-hmm. in our life to understand where they're coming from and then adopt it, basically. So that's that's one of the main examples I can give you. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's really insightful. Thank yeah. you. Um, how do you feel the business has evolved over time? Um, we've been growing over 30% every yeah. year. Um, and I say always we are managing a different type of business every year because mm-hmm. of the growth. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been a phenomenal uh, ride. It's been a phenomenal journey with the team. Uh, business has been evolving, um, you know, at the pace uh, where, you know, we're trying to be staying ahead of the market game, mm-hmm. uh, basically market uh, data. Uh, so um, it is really, you know, um, helping us there. Do you think you can tell us a little bit about the origins of how you started the business? Well, I mean, um, literally, I started the business from my basement. Mm-hmm. So this is another American dream, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. 
so we started uh, packing, you know, um, very, you know, for the mom and pop stores uh, mm -hmm. from the basement. That took about two months. Then we moved to our small warehouse. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, um, that led us basically uh, started the business mm -hmm. and give us the momentum. That's great. And how has um, going a little bit to shifting to current events, things that are going on right now, how has the company navigated this current period of economic uncertainty? Um, I will say food and pharmaceutical at the same time mm -hmm. has always been uh, on the uh, last, you know, um, you know, category when it mm -hmm. comes to economic uh, instability. Mm -hmm. uh, for the fact that you know, yes, we're not inflation free, we're, mm -hmm. but we're still uh, the least affected when it comes to that. And uh, coming out of COVID, um, we, we had a, you know, well, we still had our growth period during the COVID uh, time, mm -hmm. um, obviously. Um, and um, coming out of COVID, uh, we have seen some um, high uh, freight uh, expenses. Mm -hmm. uh, so we have to adapt ourselves, which really helped, you know, um, helped us look at uh, deep down on our uh, pricing strategy. Mm -hmm. uh, but at the end of the day, I believe um, all the companies uh, within the category, within the food and beverage business have stabilized as of now. Yeah, that's good to hear. And definitely with specialty food as well, it seems there seems to be a little bit more um, leeway when it comes to pricing because people are willing to pay a little bit more for when they value the, the product that they're getting, especially yeah. if it is a better for you product or a product that um, definitely they trust to, and they look for, for sources of probiotics or things like that. Um, yeah. So what has been the biggest surprise about getting involved in the specialty food trade? Um, I, my background is marketing. Mm -hmm. I studied business. Uh, I did marketing. I worked in the music industry mm -hmm. for a while, uh, basically, but my dream was to open up a, um, restaurant, mm -hmm. um, with a Mediterranean twist. Uh, and I, I always had interest in getting into that, you know, Mediterranean culture, heritage, how I can, you know, obviously adopt this into the U S market. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I had an opportunity, um, to start, uh, this business. That's how I got into the, basically mm -hmm. to the business. Mm -hmm. And do you feel your experience working in marketing or even working in music had helped you, had given you some tools to succeed in this industry? It's definitely helping. Even my educational background is helping a mm -hmm. lot. Uh, mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, all I can say is like, it's it's been a unique experience. I learn a lot of different things uh, mm -hmm. every day. And obviously learning has to be part of our life. Uh, and we cannot stop uh, to learn. And uh, by you know managing a um, company that has been growing over thirty percent every year, mm -hmm. uh, it's been a good learning curve for me. At the same time, yeah, definitely. That's great to hear. Um, so we're almost out of time, but before you go, we'd like you to participate in our final segment. Take five. Five questions for our guest. First, let's pause for a break. This episode is brought to you by Roberta's, home of Heritage Radio Network for 10 years. Roberta's was founded in Bushwick in 2008 and has become one of the most iconic restaurants in the country. HRN made its home inside of Roberta's in 2009, and together they have become part of the DIY fabric of the neighborhood. Roberta's, the pizza restaurant, is open for lunch and dinner seven days a week and serves much more than just the famous wood-fired pizzas. Their team dreams up new salads, pastas, and sandwiches on the regular. Roberta's Tiki Bar is alive and well in the back garden, serving up frozen drinks in the summer and hot toddies in the winter. Stop by the bakery and takeout spot next door for fresh breads, sticky buns, and pizzas to go. 
And of course, there's the two Michelin-starred Blanca tucked away in the garden for truly daring diners. But Roberta's also extends beyond Bushwick, with multiple locations in New York City and now in Los Angeles. You can also find their frozen pies in grocery stores around the country. The spirit of Roberta's, like Heritage Radio Network, is everywhere. Here's to many more years of pizza-powered radio. Learn more about Roberta's at robertaspizza.com. Hello again, and welcome back. I'm George Hajar of SFA, speaking with Emery Imamoglu. Okay, here are your five questions for our final segment, take five. One, what is your favorite thing about the specialty food industry? Eating uh, healthy uh, and adapting to my lifestyle is one of my favorite thing about the specialty food. Uh, it has so many options um, uh, on for every single lifestyle uh, to be able to adapt it to your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Two, what's one thing that the SFA has made easier for you as a specialty food business owner? Well, SFA uh, has been great to uh, obviously um, give us the opportunity to display our products Mm -hmm. uh, at different shows uh, Mm -hmm. when it comes to um, uh, winter fancy or summer fancy food show. Mm -hmm. And it's great. uh, It's a great opportunity to be able to uh, meet with our suppliers, our customers and our consumers at the same time. Mm -hmm. Um, So it has been a great uh, partnership working with SFA. Mm -hmm. And you've been coming to the the fancy food shows for 10 years. Over 10 years. Correct. That's great. How do you feel you have how do you feel the process has been over the years coming back uh, now? Process has been always very easy, mm-hmm. um, very convenient. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're, we're so glad to be part of uh, this organization. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's a different, you know, when it when, when it comes to New York, it's obviously a different clientele. So mm-hmm. um, it's a very specialty, you know, um, uh, food. Uh, so uh, it is it is great to be back on uh, in New York every year. Mm-hmm. That's great. Um, if you weren't running a business, what would you be doing? Um, well, um, running a business always on my DNA. Mm-hmm. I, obviously, I would run a business. But if I wasn't part of this company, uh, I would be definitely running a, a Mediterranean restaurant. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What's one piece of advice you'd give a new food business? Um, be consistent. Mm-hmm. Uh, look at the market. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure that you know um, you stay on top of your business. Uh, be open-minded. Uh, to every single idea. Uh, there is opportunities passing by and we have to keep our channels open to be able to grab that. And uh, you never know what idea will work. So all I will say is like, you know, be persistent and stay to the business. Mm-hmm. And the final question is, how do you define specialty food? Well, specialty food is actually a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, we need to understand that lifestyle. We need to adopt it. As I said, um, uh Life, uh, diets are not part of the grocery list. Mm-hmm. It should be our lifestyle. And mm-hmm. when you talk about the lifestyle on the diet, where the specialty food comes in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A big thanks to Emery Imamoglu for joining us today. And you can find out more about the show on specialtyfood.com and heritageradionetwork.org. And remember to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. Come back often to get to know the people who are shaping the future of food. Special thanks to Heritage Radio Network, the world's pioneer food radio station. This is Spill and Dish, a Specialty Food Association podcast. Spill and Dish, a Specialty Food Association podcast, is powered by Simplecast. Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. Keep in touch at heritageradionetwork.org slash subscribe.